Hello, good people. And welcome to Perk Up Your Morning Podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Chris. And we're two engineers, husband. And wife. On a quest to spread positivity near and far. While every piece of news or story is important, we want to help break this cycle of only hearing about the drama, negativity, and unfavorable things, and help you to feel more positive about the happenings of the world. Grab your coffee or other beverage of your choice and perk up your morning with us to hear good, do good, and spread good. How's it going? Hey, everybody. It's been an arbitrary amount of time since we've since you've last heard from us, or three weeks if you're listening to this brand new. <laughs> so we just want to quickly mention what the upload schedule will be from here on out. So starting today, when this episode is actually released, we'll be releasing new episodes every first and third Monday of the month. So expect to hear from us with that frequency moving forward. And on that note, I just want to bring up that I'm sitting here with some hot chocolate, got some marshmallows in it, all the better yummy for my tummy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sitting here with a drink that is not hot at all, not sponsored, but we do enjoy a noon beverage in this house that's N-U-U-N, and basically it's an electrolyte tablet that dissolves in water, they come in all sorts of different flavors. This one happens to be strawberry lemonade, and it's pretty darn delicious. While it's not sponsored, we are totally okay if they want to sponsor it. Noon, are you listening? I prefer the uh, cherry limeade flavor. Ooh, that one's good too. I like that. Uh, in the uh, time that we've that you've last heard from us, we've had some exciting good things happen to us. For me, I was out on a business trip. I had some free time, so I decided that I'd start to work out again. Felt great to get a little bit of a sweat on, work off some of that uh, holiday weight that I've been putting on. (laughs) Good for you for getting into that routine again. And as for me, it's not as exciting as that, but I do walk the dog a lot, and that's one of my main forms of exercise nowadays. We usually have a morning or an hour in the morning and at night where we go and we walk around the neighborhoods and whatnot in the surrounding area. But. It's been pretty darn cold, and it's been icy and all sorts of not fun conditions around here, so it's been hard to get a decent walk-in every day. And today, while it was still pretty cold, you know, we had a lot of sunshine, the ice melted off of the sidewalks, the dog and I were running around a little bit, having a good old walk, and it just felt nice to get back into that routine again. So definitely looking forward to the springtime when things are more of an even keel and are are good for walking warmer temperature definitely makes everything better on the note of our dog we had a dna test done on him oh yeah should we talk about that and we found out that he's a hundred (laughs) percent mountain curve so a little quick backstory on him so we adopted him just over a year ago and we were hesitating on whether we wanted to do the dog dna test or not Eventually, curiosity got the best of us. We decided to do it over this past Christmas, and we had heard from his rescue that he was a Vishla mix, which is a type of pointer dog, and he does kind of look the part, so we thought it was believable, but we wanted to see what he actually was, and then we could see what sort of health risks and behavioral things we could have to deal with later on down the line, and yeah. It turns out he is not Vishla at all. (laughs) So that was a little bit of a surprise, but we still love him and adore him very much. 
Or as I told my family when I broke the news to them that he's not part Vishla, I was like, he is still 100% awesome. He is also 100% mountain cur. He is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> All right. Well, those are our good things that have happened to us recently. And let us know what good things have happened to you. We'd love to hear it. So leave us a comment. Send us a message in our email. Let us know what good things have been happening to you recently. And on that note, let's talk about some good things that have been happening across the country and the world. Let's get started. This piece of goodness shows how a group of people can come together to help those in need with a little bit of guidance. It takes a community of support to fuel the passions of young athletes. It is important for those athletes to show the community that they appreciate the support. During a snow day, a Pennsylvanian coach, Brian DeLalo, told his football team that their weightlifting session would be canceled. Rather than working out, the coach suggested that the team shovel driveways in replacement of their workout, free of charge. To be exact, Coach DeLalo went to Twitter the day prior to make his announcement. The coach tweeted, due to expected severe weather, Monday's weightlifting workout has been canceled. Find an elderly or disabled neighbor and shovel their driveway. Don't accept any money. That's our Monday workout. What's more impressive than the goodness the coach was trying to spread was the response of the young athletes that Monday. Throughout the morning, 27 of the athletes had contacted their coach with updates about their workout. What's more surprising is that some of them went above and beyond with being helpful. Some of the athletes even shoveled as many as six driveways that morning. Holding true to their coach's instructions, when one of the athletes was offered money for their services, the student refused. Upon further insistence, the student suggested that the elderly neighbor could donate the money rather than paying them. Not only did these young athletes follow the suggestions of their coach, but they did so with a good attitude. When two of the students were asked about it, one of them said, It's nice getting out here and helping out the community. And the other said, We'd love to do it for everyone that we can. It is so important to have a good attitude when spreading goodness through your actions. Well, that was just a heartwarming story. It really goes to show that just a little bit of guidance, a slight push in the right direction, and you can make a big impact on people's lives. And it reminds me of my upbringing, which is why I wanted to share the story with everyone, where my parents were insistent that I do community service and I don't just spend all my time on myself. And being young, I didn't understand the importance of that, but... As I grew up and I could start to look past myself, I could see it impacting people and it made me really realize how a little bit of time, a little bit of my time would be a big impact on other people and you could see it light up their face and how much it meant to them and it's absolutely heartwarming and this story just kindled that in me. Yeah, and I think it's really important to highlight what a great mentor these young people have with their football coach. I think it's really important to have this kind of influence in young adults' lives, however young it may be, because it really gives them this person to look up to, like their football coach, that gives them this sense of purpose and belonging for their community and really showing them how they can have this kind of impact even with just helping people out during a snow day. And hopefully it it instills in them that practice of it starts with the snow day, but then 
you can be empowered to go and impact your community in other ways as well. So I, I really love this and I hope that people take inspiration from this and feel like anything that you can do from your for your community, no matter how small, is still so worthwhile. I couldn't agree more and it, it doesn't just have to be your community. It reminds me of a lesson that I learned when I was in the military where somebody could be having a bad day and all you have to do is just smile at them and say hi in a friendly way and that might change somebody's day entirely and it takes you no extra effort to do it but it can make a world of difference for somebody else and just like these football players they were going to work out anyways and why not do something that's giving back to the people around them and making their lives so much better yeah for sure Our next story pertains to one of my favorite subjects, aviation. You've probably heard of her by now because her story has made major headlines recently, but if you haven't, she's a very impressive 19-year-old who's on a mission to break records by being the youngest flying solo around the world, and she just recently accomplished this feat. You may have seen the hashtag FlySolo trending recently, and Zara Rutherford is the young female causing all the stir. Zara is a pioneering female aviator, much like Amelia Earhart, who was the first female to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean back in 1932 and then attempted to become the first female to fly around the world in 1937. Amelia ended up disappearing without a trace during her second attempt at the circumnavigational flight of the world, which is one of the main reasons why you know her name today. Zara follows in Amelia's footsteps and was able to successfully complete that same goal that they both shared, and she was even able to accomplish this in an ultralight aircraft within 155 days. Zara is from Belgium, and she both started and ended her flight in western Belgium, where she navigated through 41 different countries during her trip. This was a challenging feat for Zara, as she had to battle extreme weather conditions as well as visa difficulties during her trip, and she had to rethink some of her plans. Her trip was originally scheduled for three months in duration and had her passing through 52 different countries. Zara is an inspiration, not only for her amazing accomplishment as a 19-year-old, but for also encouraging the love and pursuit of aviation among the up-and-coming generation. She is a huge STEM advocate, and she even has her own YouTube channel and website that documents her journeys, saying there that she is working towards becoming a computer engineer slash scientist. She also states that in both fields, piloting and computer science slash engineering, the gaps for females are still quite large. Only 5.1% of the commercial pilot community is made up of females, and about 15% of the computer scientist community is occupied by women. Zara is one amazing example of showing the capabilities of females everywhere, proving that you can pursue your dreams and accomplish them, no matter the presumed barriers that may stand in your way. With enough hard work, dedication, and having a great support system, you can make your dreams take flight. I love this story for so many different reasons. I actually work in the field of aviation, and while I'm an engineer, I highly respect everything and anything that pilots do. From the education that they have to receive before they become a pilot, to actually flying either their private or commercial aircraft. So, I think this is amazing, and I hope that more private pilots like Zara keep spreading their stories. I especially love the fact that she's also advocating for the STEM field, especially for young people. I definitely think we need to get more people, especially females, into the STEM field and feel like 
they can actually be a part of it because I still think that's one of the big barriers to entry for the young female population is kind of feeling prohibited or not capable of doing things like this, like being a pilot. So I, I love this. I think that the more we can get people like Zara to spread their stories, the more people that we can then introduce into the field of aviation or any other STEM field. And I will just say, I did take a ground school for a private pilot's license over the last year or so. Um, there's a school out in California that was offering a free grounds course during the COVID se season where we were all in quarantine. I did end up taking that because I was interested in learning everything that there was to know about being a pilot. So I, I really highly respect everything that she's doing, all the work that she's put in, even at the young age of 19. So all I have to say is go Zara. I love the story as well. I love anybody that finds their passion in life, pursues it, and then also shares it with other people to help spark their passion and give them a little bit of a guiding light into what they might want to do. Agreed. And it doesn't just have to be in the STEM field. It can be in the vocational field. Yeah. You could be a creative writer. It, it really doesn't matter. As long as you're finding what makes you happy and gives you a sense of purpose, I absolutely love it. And then this story also, it sparked a little bit personally with me. I'm also an engineer, but a different kind of engineer. But before I became an engineer, I was in the military and I worked as an aircraft mechanic in there. So on a personal level, I relate with it because we had to learn a lot of the principles that go behind aviation so that as we're making repairs to the aircraft, we can understand what certain changes or defor deformities that we might see, how it might impact in flight, and then make judgment calls based off of that. And just hearing about this story reminded me of all the fun that I had working in that This piece of goodness illustrates the close connections between people and their pets. A 60-year-old man, John Burley, was hospitalized just before Thanksgiving. When John was hospitalized, he was unable to look after his 13-year-old dog, Boomer, and had to put him up for adoption. Before being hospitalized, John was receiving health care at the Grand Rehabilitation and Nursing at Rome in New York. Luckily for John, after being hospitalized, one of the nurses, Jennifer Smith, went to the Rome Humane Society the same day John had to give up Boomer and adopted him. Jennifer took care of the adoption fee, vet costs, and spoiled Boomer with food, crate, toys, and doggy clothes. When John was well enough to see visitors, Jennifer had quite the surprise for him. Jennifer brought Boomer into the room and John burst into tears after seeing his thought-to-be-lost buddy. John was so happy to see Boomer and so grateful to Jennifer for saving him. Thanks to Jennifer, John can receive daily visits from his buddy Boomer while he's in the hospital. I just love this story. I'm a big dog lover, so anything that involves dogs, I'm all about it. And what's really special, honestly, is the bond that forms between a dog and its owner, and especially a 13-year-old bond between Boomer and John. So having the ability to surprise him in the hospital with his dog I'm sure that must have been such a special moment. I absolutely love this story, and as my wife said, she is an absolute dog lover. I am. For me, it doesn't just have to be dogs. It can be cats. It can be foxes. 
more like foxes. <laughs> yeah, more like foxes for me. <laughs> but, you know, everybody has their own type of animal that they make a special connection with for whatever the reason. And I'm not here to quantify that. I, I love that it can happen. And for the people who have experienced it, I love that it has happened for them. Yeah, there's nothing quite like a bond that you can share with an animal. There's just something really special about it. Absolutely. And what Jennifer managed to do for John and Boomer in rescuing Boomer and reuniting them, I I can barely imagine what that must have felt like, how much joy it must have brought to John and to Boomer as well. It, it's like a, a child being lost in a grocery store away from their parents and then being yeah. reunited. There's... I imagine for Boomer, just a sense of relief to see his lifelong companion there. And for John, 13 years is no insignificant amount of time. So to see his buddy and to be reunited when he thought that he had given him up forever, just wow. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who have pets, I'm sure you understand this feeling. And for those of you who don't, who have never owned a pet, I hope that you do someday because it's just a feeling of pure love. This next story certainly warmed my heart and I hope that it warms yours as well. We've all been feeling the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic these past couple of years, which has led to feelings of isolation, depression, anxiety, and hopelessness, among other things. We could all use some kindness to brighten up our days and help to lessen the effects of a worldwide crisis. At 18 years old, Sebi Hall knew just what to do and started to jump into action right away as soon as the pandemic started to take effect on the world on March 16, 2020. Since then, he's performed a random act of kindness every single day, and his initial challenge started with 10 sponsored acts of kindness for 10 days to raise 1,000 pounds, which is about $1,300, for charities, and it evolved from there. Since then, he's been able to help over 2,000 people and raised over $53,000. Sebi has been such a source of kindness for the people of Great Britain, where he hails from Litchfield, England, and he has raised tens of thousands of dollars for charities, as well as serving his local community with acts such as taking out others' trash, handing out flowers, teddy bears, and lottery tickets on the street, watering plants, and even handing out Easter eggs. Due to his ongoing support of his community, he has been selected for the World Compassion Award, and he even has set up his own charity foundation. It's called the Sebi Hall Kindness Foundation, very aptly named, and will go on to continue the same work he has been performing these past two years. Sebi said he just likes to make people smile, and it's very evident through his fun acts of kindness. As an additional positive outcome to his acts of kindness, Sebi's verbal communication has greatly improved due to all the outrage he has been able to perform. Sebi has had to work through difficulties due to a chromosomal alteration discovered when he was very young, and it's been a challenge for him to speak. His alteration caused the doctors to believe that he may never walk, talk, understand things, or sit up. However, Sebi has proved that he is capable of accomplishing the improbable and spreading as much kindness as he can along the way. Sebi's mom says, Sebi keeps showing it's worth keeping on striving, never give up. Everybody has potential, and sometimes we can even smash that. Wow, I love this story. It really goes to show you that small acts of kindness can make a world of difference for people. 
And like I had said earlier with our football story, whether it's a simple act like making a smile, giving a smile to somebody, saying hello in a friendly way, it can make a world of difference for people. And Sevi further exemplifies this in all of the acts of kindness that he was doing for people. And like he was saying, he, it's good to just bring joy to people and you don't have to have these complex things that you're trying to do. It's sometimes the smallest gestures that can mean the most, whether that's a smile or holding a door for somebody or just going out of your way to hear somebody, hear about somebody's problems and let them get that off their shoulders. It can really make a world of difference for people. You don't have to have a lot of influence, a lot of money, a lot of anything to change the outcome of someone else's life. Because that's exactly what Sebi is doing here. He's little by little changing people's lives with all of these random acts of kindness that he's doing, starting his own foundation. He's becoming a change maker at such a young age without all of these resources that people build up with during their entire lives. So it's really a great example to show that you can start so small, but have such a huge impact on people's lives. No, I couldn't agree more. And it's, it might just be drops of water when you start, but eventually that fills a bucket and that bucket fills an ocean exactly and that's what Sevi's doing with his small acts of kindness is just slowly and steadily it builds up until eventually it just becomes this amazing force for everyone to see he's amazing we all need to be more like Sevi. thank you for joining us today as we shared four feel-good stories to help perk up your morning we first talked about a high school football team that cleared away snow for their community, then about Fly Zolo and her amazing aviation accomplishments at such a young age. We also talked about a sweet surprise for an ailing man from his furry companion, as well as a young man in Great Britain who has been on a pandemic-long crusade to spread kindness to others. Those were our feel-good stories for the day, and we hope that we've been able to perk up your morning or day for the better. If you'd like to hear more about any of those stories, check out our links in the description box. We'll see you next time, and we hope that you hear good, do good, and spread good. Bye! Bye.